I've always said you build the best teams inside the building by building the best teams outside of the building. Like who wants to, doesn't want to go to work with their friend every day, right? Like things are hard, the mission is hard, the projects we do are hard, and if you're doing them with people you enjoy being around and solving those hard missions with, it's just makes everything that much better. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Hello, we're so glad you're joining us today and a special hello to all of our YouTube watchers out there. It's so much fun having you join us and making us all do our hair and makeup today. So I think that's really great. Rachel, how are you doing today? Well, I don't think it's so great to have to do hair and makeup, but (laughs) overall, pretty stinking good. Life can't complain too much, Um, but so much better now that I'm here with Sarah and my good friend, Miss Kathleen, and all of you lovely podcast listeners out there. Joining us today in the studio is Sarah Williamson, the Intel Sector Division Lead with Blue Halo. Hi, Sarah. Hi. It's so nice to see you, ladies. Super exciting, and also super exciting is that you are with Blue Halo, and we would love to learn just a little bit more about your career path there. Sure, sure. So I have worked in the IC community for about 14 years now. Um, I started working at a small company, working at the Washington Navy Yard in D.C. with a bunch of enlisted soldiers. That was super fun. Uh, My next position, I moved to a company that did kind of like the Blackwater Embassy Protection on the WIPS program, which was super cool because I got to do all the guns training and driving around like a crazy person training on the track, which I wouldn't trade for anything. Um, So that was fun. And most of my jobs since then have been like PM role type positions. Um, And I was worked with a couple other bigs in between. Uh, A recruiter, headhunter from LinkedIn, contacted me and brought me into Asymmetric. And Asymmetric is what brought me to Blue Halo. After you joined Asymmetric, I know there was maybe a little acquisition that occurred. So tell us, how does that feel like going from like, hey, I'm here to, hey, tomorrow I'm over here. Kind of walk us through what that feels like going through that immediate acquisition process. Yeah, it was a little crazy. Um, Mm I say I was shocked to say the least. Um, It was great though, to be honest, like looking back on it, like when I got the job, I, I took the job for a lot of reasons, right? And I think with any time there's an acquisition, you have to remember why you why you chose that place, right? So for me, the people were the same. The job I was hired to do was the same. Like the company was great atmosphere, amazing benefits. It was just a really great place to work. So mm-hmm. when we got acquired, Blue Halo um, initially started making obviously a whole lot of promises about, hey, everything's going to stay the same. We're not trying to change you. We love what you do and how you are with each other. Um, And so there was a lot of promises made, but not one of them did they ever let me down on. Like everything that they said they would do, they have done. Um, So for me, I have a really great acquisition story. I know most everybody's are not that great. Um, But for me, I have nothing to complain about. And I love everything that's happened since. What I love it sounds like they have little halos with their <laughs> honesty. We made a promise. <laughs> they really, really, truly. I, I never and like I, you know, manage a bunch of people, and it's scary when you're like, okay, I'm telling them this, and I really hope that they're not going to make a like a fool out of me, and they're going to come back and say, Sarah, you lied to me, right? And it would never right. happened. I've had no issues. Everybody's happy, and it's just been really good. 
Yeah, that, that acquisition story is great to hear because we, we have it happen all the time in the government right. contracting community. People don't think it happens in our community, but it does. It happens it all does. the time. And especially when you're a smaller company and a lot of people are on management to make sure that they do get acquired. So it's great to hear that you had a very positive experience. So tell us a little bit more about Blue Halo and the focus within the community. Sure. So Blue Halo's like main innovations in three mission domains. We have space technology, directed energy, counter UAS, and then cyber and intelligence. Um, so in the Intel system sector where I work, we work to like develop custom engineering hardware and software solutions. Uh, we provide tools for tasking, collecting, processing, exploiting, and disseminating multiple types of int, right? Um, and then we work in the spaces with the government to help them do what they, you know, what they paid us to do and drive some big mission outcomes using all of the, the work that we do. And we'd also love to hear just a little bit more about some of the different type of like security cleared positions that you're currently hiring for. Sure. So the biggest ones we're hiring for right now, we need cloud engineers. We need front end and full stack software engineers. Program managers are always a necessity and we're always hiring for them. And then customer outreach slash system engineer type positions. And everybody has to wear gray, just like you can see us all here today. I noticed, I'm like, wow, <laughs> we totally got the Good memo choice. here for gray. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so why gray is not required, I know folks would like to know, where are these positions required to be located? <laughs> so in, in the Nova area in Northern Virginia, we are in Reston, we're in Chantilly, and we're in McLean, and then um, up in Maryland in Annapolis Junction. Awesome. So yeah, no, I could probably take my jacket off here. I, there we She's go. Going navy. I'm like going it. navy. <laughs> oh, breaking Ooh. it up on us. Here. Breaking it out. Let's go. So <laughs> we always have fun here at the podcast. Well, I mean, Kathleen, where else can somebody go to a podcast where we do wardrobe changes? I'm just this saying. Is true. This is true. I'm Madonna. I'm Madonna. You know I'm Madonna. Anyway, so. <laughs> So Sarah, what's your greatest hiring need? I mean, you know, you talk about really in technical people, but can you sort of drill that down into what really would drive your mission? What kind of tech people is your greatest hiring need? I would say our biggest hiring need now is front end and full stack software engineers. You know, it's been really hard with the shift in COVID and how the working from home and it's just tough to find those people because a lot of those people can just get a job working from home, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have to come into the office every day and don't need to use their clearance. Um, Whereas before, I think it was a little bit different. People liked coming in and enjoyed and and a lot of times made more money, right? Coming into the building every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the shift in just the world, I feel like in technology in general, it's hard to find those folks that are interested and willing to come pursue the mission inside. Being a skiff, you know, that, that, is, right. that is such a hard thing because, yes. you know, the pandemic did really push us to, okay, what can we do inside? What can we do outside? outside. What can we do remote? Exactly. And, and you're right. There are a certain amount of roles that just need to be done inside a cleared facility, inside right. a skiff. And you do get the companionship. You do get the, the teamwork. And you also do get everyone who is there to support the mission. So That's right. that is great. 
Well, I love that you mentioned teamwork because something that I was most impressed about, like with Blue Halo, was that over 50% of your employees come from referrals, which I think is a pretty good, you know, praise hands testimony right. to just the fact Back that there's that an halo. amazing... Right, the halo. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we should make that a thing. Like that should be your recruiting thing. We got the halo um, out there. But, you know, it, it really is a testament to you're doing something incredible there. There's obviously some secret sauce to the culture. So without divulging like any top secret, you know, anything that requires clearance information there. But what is a little bit about the company culture? What is the secret sauce? Why are people wanting to join there? And why are your employees heralding that? That's an angel thing, right? Heralding, (laughs) um, Heralding the message out there of just the incredible company culture. We have so much stuff. We have chili cook-offs. We have family barbecues, faux Friday lunches, monthly team lunches, tickets to baseball games and hockey games. We have a pickleball team. We have happy hours. They send you candy on your birthday. Like I really could just go on and on. Um, We support each other, I feel like, inside and outside of work, right? Like when you become friends with the people you work with, then it just makes it that much better. And I, like I've always said, you build the best teams inside the building by building the best teams outside of the building. Like who wants, doesn't want to go to work with their friend every day, right? Like things are hard. The mission is hard. The projects we do are hard. And if you're doing them with people you enjoy being around and solving those hard missions with, it's just makes everything that much better. I concur. And doing it over chili, I mean, what a step up there. I love that. (laughs) Love that. So you do, I mean, kind of, I guess, tipping back into the employee referral aspect of it, you do have a pretty incredible employee referral program, or so I've heard, like to the tune of like $15,000. Yeah, Yeah. money, right? That's a lot of chili. (laughs) A lot of chili for (laughs) (laughs) $15,000. This is true. This is true. Um, Yeah. So $15,000 if you refer somebody hired on. And there are like varying levels of amounts based off of the clearance level of the person you bring in. But we also do um, external hiring bonuses of $5,000. So if you're a person who works and you maybe you're not ready to make a switch, but you have a friend who is, and if you refer them in, then we do external hiring bonuses as well. I actually have a person on my team that was hired. Thank you. Due to a external hiring person. So. Wow. So I want to go back to that question that you, or that statement you said that you build the best teams inside the building by building the best teams outside. So, I mean, do you have a lot of friends who get together outside? I mean, I think that's a really great thing. So do you, do you see that happening a lot at Blue Halo? Yes, absolutely. Like there's so many people I know that when we go to the holiday party, it's just like you're at a party with your best friends. It's a Christmas party with your friends. And I think we do a lot of activities outside of the building. We try to do a lot of happy hours, getting people together. Everybody wants to drink and eat food, right? So we do that. Um, And there's bonding there, right? And we get to meet each other's families. And to me, that's the biggest part is making it personal, right? Once you're, when you're working with people that I go to work and I'm like, oh, how's your daughter? I heard she was sick. Or, you know, how's your wife? I haven't seen her in a while. Or bring your husband to the next event. Um, We really try to be a very family-oriented, inclusive of everybody's welcome. And, and I think it just makes a huge difference for when we go to work the next day, feeling like you want to be there. Kind of like you and Rachel, I can tell like your buddies, <laughs> right? It's not just here. 
<laughs> yes, but we only get together once a year. And <laughs> if that, can't wait. In person. Yeah. In person. It's going to be a long, long time until we see each other. But anyway, so enough about me. Tell us more about your interviewing and hiring process and, and what it looks like at Blue Halo, because I think that that is one thing that really confuses a lot of job seekers. They think they submit an application, they get a call, and it's done. Right. It's a lot more convoluted it than that, It is a right? lot more convoluted than that. <laughs> um, so it's it's really great. Um, we have a really great recruiting team. I'm sure every company says that, but I really believe we have a really great recruiting team. And with interviewing, it's not like you're going to interview with one person and that's it, right? So we definitely have a few levels of interviews. Like when I was interviewing with this company, I think I did four vis- like video interviews with different people, right? I interviewed like someone from the C-suite. Then I interviewed with a technical person. Then I interviewed with like a regular program manager. And then I interviewed with somebody else who's just like another, you know, another person at the company that maybe didn't have any direct impact or like I wouldn't maybe work with them. But just to get an overall gauge of the person, right? Because we're hiring for more than just what's on your resume. You need to, you know, we want to make sure you fit into our goals and our values and, and the overall way we do business because it's really, we're trying to be different, right? We're trying to not become just one of these other bigs, which they're great, but like the culture, we want to keep our culture. We want to keep people first. Um, and, and also with interviewing too, like when you interview somebody, we're not just interviewing them for one spot. So like I'm a hiring manager and if I interview somebody and I'm like, oh, I know so-and-so has a position open that I think this person would be a really great fit for. Well, then we send the person that way and let them know, and then we can kind of move people around to put people in the job that they will be the happiest in. Because at the end of the day, yes, we need to fill spots, right? And we need to get people in the in on the projects, but we want them to be happy where they are. And I understand that you have something called the Talent Acquisition Ambassadors. What's that all about? So Talent Acquisition Ambassadors are like operations people or marketing people or developers even who work directly on projects or, you know, already working with the company. So we kind of like uh, make it possible for people to get information every step of the way, right? So whether it's their first day interviewing, if they have questions or whether it's their first day in the building, we want them to feel connected right away and ask questions. If they want intimate knowledge about how the project goes every day, um, we can talk about those things and also, like if somebody were needed accommodations to do their job, like, you know, hard of hearing or any any type of accommodation that there is, that way we can help them um, to get ahead of it rather than like, okay, you're starting and now we just realized there's a problem. We just, we want people to come in ready to work and happy to be there. And so whatever we can do on the front end to make that transition um, easier is what we try to do. I love it. There's nothing like a good talent acquisition ambassador. It just makes my heart so happy and joyful and all of those wonderful things. And something that they know very well in talent acquisition is just kind of a little bit about the job search. But we know you also know a lot about the job search and would just appreciate any advice you might have for those cleared listeners out there kind of in that job search mode. What's some advice you would give? I think my best piece of advice to listeners is don't settle. Um, find a company that is going to do just as much for you as you do for them. So I just feel like a lot of what happens when people get in and they're not happy, like me as a manager, I'm going to hold my people accountable, right? For what they're supposed to do. And, but I also feel like they should hold us as a company accountable, right? For what we're supposed to give to them. So I think as, as long as both comp, like both parties are holding each other accountable, then I think we can create something different and better than what's already out there. 
That was great advice. So we'd love to hear like maybe one of those uh, interview stories, those virtual interview stories that are out there that, you know, maybe you shouldn't tell, but you should tell. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really funny. I'm trying to think like, I'm sure there's a million hilarious videos about video interviewing out there to tell. But the one that I want to tell is about um, a guy that I hired who is now I hired him and he is one of my tech leads for one of our big projects. And he's amazing. But like when I interviewed him, like I had interviewed like five people that day, right? And um, they had, you know, it's video. They, this is what we're wearing on video, right? And Michael gets on the call and he is literally in a full suit. And like in my head, I'm thinking initially like, wow, I wonder if he even has on like dress pants or maybe he was just from the waist up. I don't know. And I would never ask him that question, right? Knowing him now, he probably was wearing a full suit pressed with dress shoes um, just because I know how he is now. Um, but he wowed me then in the interview and, you know, he's still great. So um, that's probably my favorite story to tell just because like you think that it doesn't matter, but it, it really does matter. Like that presentation is everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because we can, we actually now, I think our our bodies and our minds have adapted due to video interviewing that we now can sort of tell body language. Whereas in the beginning, it was a little difficult to sort this of like, is, is, is this person energetic? Like we're all <laughs> bouncing around here. Like we've had way too much espresso. Or is someone just going to sit there like a sloth and answer mm-hmm. the questions, but not come with her? Um, the other thing is, what is your most difficult recruiting challenge? And what are the skills or tools that you use to overcome it? That's a great question. So is there really just one difficult recruiting challenge? Gosh, I think it's hard across the board, especially now. People can really be choosy. And like I said earlier, I think that they should be. Um, You can be particular about what you want. And I think you should always do that uh, because that's how we all end up in a happy place, right? Um, Like for where I work, like my sector recruiting team and my TA folks, they aren't just like people I talk to once a week on a call. We don't just like communicate through spreadsheets. We all know each other. Like I mentioned, we have huge team lunches. We all get together. And like Joe, who's my um, my direct person, like if someone accepts an offer, he calls me and he's like, sir, they accepted. And we have like a 30 second party on the phone. Because like, I'm just as excited for the new employee as I am for us because I know that we're a great company and they're going to love it here. And I'm excited because now we get a new person to bring in and, and bring to all the events and enjoy at work. We also have um, Ramona, who is like a new addition to our team on the TA side, and she's like really helping us plan some awesome events. We're going to start a bowling league, which I'm excited about. (laughs) Um, I know, silly, right? No, it's great. It's great. Yeah, we're doing a lot of great stuff. And and I guess the biggest thing to that is like my recruiting team is part of the team. They're not like an external agency or some ladies who sit over there. Uh, We all sit together and we all talk all the time and everybody's involved 100%. Awesome. So Sarah, this has been great. How can our listeners get in touch with you? So we actually have a really big hiring event coming up on February the 23rd. It's called the New Year New Career Invitational, and it's in both Maryland and Virginia. So either that or we have um, an Intel recruiting alias. It's just intelrecruiting at bluehalo.com if anybody can reach out. Or I'm happy to provide my own email address. I'm happy to talk to anybody if they have questions or want me to connect them with the next step. Sarah, it's been so much fun. I I just love a kindred spirit that just likes to have fun. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much. It was so great chatting with you. 
So that was so great speaking with Sarah Williamson from Blue Halo. And I really thought it inspiring that she talks about the culture and that even though they had an acquisition right after, I mean, she was working with one company that Blue Halo acquired and all of the promises were kept. And we know that in the government contracting world, there are so many mergers and acquisitions that happen. And we hear about a lot of people who are disgruntled, but it was really great to hear that story. Rachel, what caught your attention from what Sarah shared? Well, I loved that so many of their employees come from employee referrals. I think that is probably the best compliment and the biggest testimony to you're doing something right. I also loved that I believe Sarah is going to take back to her organization the new mantra of the halo. <laughs> um, and I feel like it was born. There was a genesis here yes. on our conversation today. So we're not going to charge any cosign rights on that. But I feel like there's really something good there. Yes, there is. Absolutely. So we thank you for coming today, spending a little time with us. It was such a pleasure getting to talk to Sarah. So make sure you get out there, subscribe, listen, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell that person you don't even like. This could be a great podcast for them to listen to. So until next time, see you later.